Welcome to Get It Done Entrepreneurs, where we talk with founders of companies who bet on themselves and won. My name is Rich Lebrun, and I am the founder and CEO of Lebrun Advisory Group. You can find us at rlebrun.com. Our mission is to help our clients build wealth through business ownership. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest. Okay, let's get started. Welcome to Get It Done Entrepreneurs Podcast. My name is Rich Lebrun and I will be your host today. We'll be covering a wide range of topics from founders like Chris, who you'll meet shortly, who started their own company, who bet on themselves and have won. No matter the topic, you'll be hearing from real stories from real people. With that, let's let's jump into the program. Our special guest today is Chris Prefontaine. He's the founder of Smart Real Estate of the Smart Real Estate Coach and host of the Smart Real Estate Coach podcast. Chris has over 30 years in real estate and is a three-time best-selling author with books such as Real Estate on Your on Your Terms, The New Rules of Real Estate Investing, and Mokika Sawyer's Real Estate Investing for Women. After many years of coaching and constantly doing deals himself independently, Chris, Chris founded his company, Smart Real Estate Coach, in 2014. He brought his son, Nick, his daughter, Kyla, and his son-in-law, Zachary, into the big business, and they began to grow. I love the family idea here. The family teach, team coaches investors how to properly scale and automate their business throughout North America, all without using their own cash, credit, or taking out bank loans to buy property. The family team buys and sells homes in their own market. Therefore, they are a coach and consultant to students and associates around the North America to do the exact same thing. They stay current because they are coaches in their market themselves. You can find Chris at smartrealestatecoach.com. And he has some giveaways, I believe. He's got a free master's class uh, entry level to get a chance to understand about what he's doing. And he'll talk a little bit about that in the program. And uh, as well as uh, he can have a coaching strategy with, with you as well if you have interest in investing in real estate. With all that said, welcome, Chris. Uh, thanks, Rich. Thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to diving in here. Yeah, same here. Well, do me a favor. Um, tell me a little bit about your story. Uh, we want to tell us about your business, what you do currently, and tell us about your story, how you got into the business, and what caused you to go all in. Yeah, so I've been at this 31 years coming up this fall. So I, I'll tell you that the, in, the, in the business would have been the big pivot after the 2008 crash. So the two, so leading up to that, I did things like building homes, uh, built hundreds of them, did a uh, to your background, I owned the Realty Executives franchise. I sold that to Coldwell Banker in 2000, started coaching people throughout North America, and then the crash. And during the crash, I had numerous projects going on. It caused me to not just re-engineer, but totally reinvent myself and the, and the business. And that would be the time. Okay, so there's two tiers of going all in. One was that time, and one was in 1991 when I first entered real estate after the company that purchased my father's business, fired me. So I had two little kids and talk about going all in. I had two little kids and about a month of severance and that was it. Luckily I had my finger on some real estate deals and I started full-time then. And then fast forward to after the crash, it took about four years till 2012. So eight of February of 08 to February of 12 to really get my legs again. And most of that was mental because that's, that's the baggage we carry when stuff happens. 
And then um, I reinvented everything. We've now, since looking back in hindsight, we have trademarked a lot of our systems. We're helping people not just thrive in real estate, but literally thrive in all markets. And so I'm excited for what's to come in, in the markets ahead. And, and it's because we re-engineered it to do exactly what it's supposed to do in all markets. So that was 31 years in about a minute and a half. We can go back to any of that if you want. Rick. <laughs> well, two things. Two, I want to highlight two things. One is uh, you were kind of motivated by your boss or the company you work in uh, when they fired you to go all in. And you were motivated by taking care of your family. 100%. Yeah. So, so that let's talk about that a little bit because they had a lot of dynamics and fears, excitements. Uh, you know, you could have got another job in corporate America. You decided to go to be your own boss. What what caused you to go that direction, other than being forced to make that type of decision? Yeah, I, this is going to sound somewhat fluffy to people, but I'm a big believer in everything happens for a reason. So I remember, you know, leaving that establishment, literally driving away from it, going, "Okay, it must be a sign." And then I had a couple deals going on at the time. And so I just rode that energy. That's all. That was back, you know, back in the early nineties. And then after the, uh, after the, uh, 2012 mark, uh, it was similar. I had already invested, so to speak, 18 years, right. Or so in the biz. And so it's just a matter of, okay, if we're going to go back at this, what are we going to do? We're no longer going to seek to get paid once. We're going to seek to get paid three times on a deal. So we trademarked that and, you know, just reinvented ourselves. That's all. Or, or singly by myself at that time and then built a team around me. Yeah. Well, you know, in the second time, obviously, you mentioned 2008. We all remember that in our generation. Yeah. We get a chance yeah. to claim that to our fame. Uh, that was a tough time. I, you know, my background before I got into franchise consulting was real estate. And uh, I remember that where I was managing a lot of like probably over a billion dollars of real estate for my clients uh, 2005, six, seven. That was fun. 2008 yeah. it wasn't fun anymore. I don't know. But of all great CEOs, they found opportunities. So you, yeah. uh, retooled, reinvented, and you you weathered the storm. Yeah, for sure. No choice. <laughs> no choice. Well, it's part of our motivation. It's helpful, right? Yeah. If you don't mind me asking, uh, you there's part of your story that I got a chance to look up, which is also part of your DNA from what I gather. Uh, your son, Nick, had a snowboarding accident in 2000, which uh, gave you some different focus and purpose. Would you mind talking a little bit about that? Sure. 2000 is actually February of 03. Uh, he had a snowboard accident while he was in middle school uh, that put him in a coma. The doctors told my wife, Kim and I, he would not walk, talk or eat again on his own. And so if you fast forward to today and you ran into Nick, he owns several companies with me. He's very active and he's very, very healthy. You would never know. Uh, but a lot of that, you know, he was in the hospital bed before speaking. We were hanging affirmations because he could read and he couldn't speak. Um, my wife would be there every single day, day in, day out making sure if anything was said in the room, even when he was in a coma, it wasn't going to be detrimental. And if it was, she got him out of the room. So there's a lot of things we did mentally uh, for him. And now not only does he work with us, but he actually has his own business called Common Goal, where he helps people through tragedy, both health and other personal things that he's recently launched and working on getting on some some TED Talk stages. So yeah, his story is amazing. I appreciate you you're asking about that. But then the company now, Every time someone joins us or a deal is done, there's a portion of that that gets sent to uh, Franciscan Children's Hospital in Boston. Um, since that day, we've been doing that, and it's great energy. And they, you know, they saved his life basically. So we do that. Well, not that anybody wants to wish uh, for something like to happen to Nick to be the purpose that helps get behind a business, but it was always good to have a purpose. 
and uh and it gives you a lot another level of motivation to do well and you're and you're paying it forward well you know what also comes up now that you said that i haven't been asked this in a while because he's really running with his message and that is during that time i was able to free up and be there and so I, I guess i'd ask all the ceos and or people looking to leave their job to think about that like whatever vehicle you're going to do can you create a lifestyle pointedly because you can or will you is the question uh, that will free you up for family, for those both tough and cool, nice experiences too, uh, that you can do at at will. I, I think about that because that's where really where I think everybody should go. You know, uh, you know, I'm a franchise consultant, so I help people buy businesses, and this is a conversation we have a lot. So, uh, you know, Chris, starting your business in those tough times, uh, it was maybe a lot more effort. Today, you built a nice business. So you seem like maybe you have a little more better, different lifestyle. Would that be fair to say? Uh, from, the, from the crash till now? Yeah, slightly different. Um, <laughs> just to give some backstory to that in some context. So I, I was living in a uh, on a two and a half acre parcel, nice old home overlooking Newport Harbor. Probably a really difficult property to find uh, even then. And so we had to leave that and move into a one bedroom, $900 monthly payment. Uh, when we went through what we went through. And that allowed us though, to retool everything. Think better, think clearer, no steamroller behind you, you know, the bill collectors. So it was it was a humbling experience, but it was a necessary experience and a really fun experience because my wife and I made it fun. Well, you know, let's talk, I'm, I'm going to go backwards and I'm going to go forward in this conversation today. But looking back, would, is there any decisions that you wish you would have done differently? Before or after? Uh, in your journey. But let's say it's, because you have two, you have like two starts, right? So the yeah. 2008, let's talk about 2008. Let's just talk about yeah. that. And uh, um, do anything differently. Yeah. Uh, okay. So pre-08, um, I would have not, and as I don't now, signed personally on any bank loans. And that sounds pretty broad, but I mean it literally. I do not, do not, do not sign on bank loans now, personally. Just not worth it. And that's why I teach people how to not do that and, and fail to buy real estate. But you can buy other assets is why I'm bringing it up. It doesn't have to just contain just real estate, cars, boats, planes. How, it doesn't matter. Uh, Post-crash, the biggest thing is this. Um, I said earlier in your show, from February of 08 till 12, it took me to dig out financially, sure, but also mentally. So that's time lost. And so if I had to do something differently, I would in 08 right away, seek out someone that already went through a similar crash. It could have been someone older who went through earlier crashes and then got on their shoulders and let them help me. I didn't until 12 uh, because uh, as I have, I interviewed this guy, David Nurse. He's a uh, NBA high performance coach. And this story is what I wished I did. He said, Chris, I take these plays out of college and making 10 or 20 million. And I find out what their blockage is. In my case, it was mental. I then seek out someone online. Literally, he finds him online and then he models the behavior after that person. And he gets a lot of money to do that. So why not? Why can't we all do that? I, I talked to a gentleman in 2012, albeit four years later, who said, oh, what well, you went through, it's nothing. Let me tell you what I went through and let me tell you what you should do. Okay, that's the answer. I should have done that in a way. All right. So it kind of leads me to we'll jump around here a little bit about, you know, you're a learner. Obviously, you've learned some ways the hard knocks, right? By toughing it out for four years. Uh, then do you now free yourself up to get more insight from mentors, uh, whatever you read it, read it, listen to it, or 
have someone coach you? Are you more open to that today? Yeah, I, I'm. It wasn't. This, this is a good question because it wasn't. That I wasn't open. I was stuck in my head about the crash. But yes, to your question. So what we do as a team in individuals, we have what's called a big three we work on each trimester, all, all of our team members and me personally. At the bottom of that piece of paper on one page where we outline our high priorities that we own, it says personal development and team development. And so we've all got to look at what do we need next in the next four to six to 12 months, depending on the project. In 2017, for, for example, it was scaling. I never scaled the business past solopreneurship. And this year, it's more we're trying to build a sales team. Never did that before. So we seek we seek out mentors every six to 12 months constantly. There's never a time where I don't have one and that I, we don't invest in our team players to have one as well now. Well, because your business is a coaching business in the real estate sector, let's take a few minutes and tell people exactly what you do because it's so they would understand how to utilize your services because uh, real estate's a big term, right? So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and coaching is too, to your point. So here's, I happen to be wearing the appropriate shirt today and it wasn't intentional because I have all interviews all day today and this is a good question. My shirt says Bridge the Gap if you're not watching this on video. And why is that? Because a few years ago we had an event and we, we theme our events and it was Bridge the Gap because when you hear the word coaching or mentorship, the, 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 the sad truth is in real estate and other businesses, there's a lot of great marketers. And so there's a lot of empty promises. And so there's a lot of mismanaged expectations and the snowball begins. Well, all we care about as a company is not selling something, but producing transactions with students in the field. That's different. So when someone comes through our program, they can go off and do deals on their own. And that's great. Our course will help them. But the more aggressive ones say, hey, to your point, Chris, of having someone help you because success leaves clues, why don't I do deals with you? And there's no better way to learn, in my opinion, than to interactively do a deal together because there's always nuances. And you know, because you, you're from real estate. And so bridge the gap means there's a time from when someone takes a course or goes to a seminar and when they do a deal. And sadly, that gap, some people never get out. I get calls, Rich, you'd be amazed if they say, I spent X amount on programs and I haven't done a deal yet. And X amount, sometimes it's really big. Two people in our community, two, spent over 100 grand before they met us. We're absolutely frustrated, spouse frustrated. They're over a million dollars now with us. Now, that can be the norm if you're coachable. So I, so the short answer is we're more hands-on interactive than, frankly, any program I know of. And, and that's why I have the, the shirt on to help people bridge that gap. You know, I love what you do because in that real estate world, there is a lot of th places you can go and learn, pay a lot of money, and they teach you uh, for that weekend. Yeah. And then, and then you're on your own. Okay. And it's tough. And it's tough. And real estate, you know, is, is definitely fun and exciting. And but it's also you know, a business that takes some sophistication. So the coaching element, I think, is extremely helpful. My dad always told me, if you want to get into real estate, go buy yourself a cheap condo, <laughs> buy it, learn all the intricacies of the real estate world. And then as you grow, just keep adding more zeros behind that and uh, just get in the game and start learning it. But, I, you know, having a coach like that, like yourself, would be extremely helpful. Um Okay, let's talk about today. Now you've been, you know, again, you were fired. You had to start a business because you had a family. Uh, you went through 2008, the Great re uh, Recession. Okay, and and now here we are, 2022. We're facing some very unique headwinds. Some are similar we've seen in the past: high interest rates, you know, yep. the, the unemployment issue, or they're finding labor. We got wars going on. We got a whole bunch of stuff going on. 
How are you navigating this time? Do you see it as a time for opportunity or is it time to scale back? I am seeing it as a big, big, big opportunity. There's no secret that, uh, and I'm screaming that to my community, the Wicked Smart community. I'm saying double down, not just double down now. I did that when COVID hit too, and the ones that took advantage of it are still cashing out from it, literally, in that short three-month window. So here's why I say this opportunity. A couple of reasons in no particular order. One, there's no secret that that's when fortunes are made, right? When when there's chaos, when there's turmoil, when there's market turns. There's no That's when fortunes are created. For who, though? For the people that know how to navigate and pivot and be a guide to those that don't know how to. You get paid by what you offer for value. So if you can help buyers right now that just got hundreds of thousands of them flushed out of the market because interest rates doubled, like literally, they, they think now they can't buy and they thought four months ago they could. And as such, sellers aren't selling the same and this is going to get worse. Okay, so if you can be a guide to them and know how to do that and understand that, you get paid handsomely because you're helping so many people. So one is... I'm super excited for it. I think it's going to be a two or five year period, but I will say this. I'm screaming to my community that in the next 12 months, I sincerely feel like you can create a decade of income. And I'm not saying with ease. I'm saying if you really bear down, work your butt off, you can create a decade of income and wealth in the next year when done properly. Um, so I, I short answers, I can't, uh, I can't wait to, to go ahead and pounce on helping as many people as we can. Yeah, I do. I, I had a little bit of tongue in cheek here. I get a kick out of these interest rates that have gone up from four to five to six to seven. Uh, I remember when I bought a house in the early 1980s, the interest rate was somewhere around 15%. My first one was um, 88 for 10%. And I thought that was the norm. I just started figuring things out as 10%. But what's interesting, you just brought up the 80s, Rich, because you and I can talk about the 80s. Here's, what, here's a fact. In the 80s, talk of creative real estate was sort of normal. Mm -hmm. It was still a low percentage of deals, but because their interest rates were so crazy, people were doing creative deals. Now, interest, uh, sorry, creative real estate, the percentage of transactions nationally that are done creatively outside of banks has grown tremendously. It went from like 3% to 18% as far as how many deals are done. But now it's done a full circle. And here we are for this next two to five year run where people are going to lean on creative financing, lean on creative, like, big plays in real estate coming to us saying, you guys are in the right spot, teach me. It's a big opportunity. All right, so that, this is this is a real estate question. Uh, we, we hear there's a new competitor in the market uh, and that's the investor group. Not not the you and me type investor, but the, the biggies. Hedge, fund, hedge funds investor. Yeah. Are you seeing that? Well, here's what's interesting. Um, if you're talking about like the iBuyers and those types of companies, I haven't run into them, but I know they're out there. And I know my some of my students are running into them. Here's an interesting thing. There's what's called for, for the people that aren't in real estate, wholesalers in, in real estate. They're investors, but they're just wholesalers. They're tying up a property and they're flipping it to someone else mm -hmm. uh, for a fee. There, was, there were fortunes built, $10 million businesses with a couple of them that I know, who had a model because they had the connections to tie up a home with this rising market and sell it to iBuyers because they were paying premiums. Well, that, that game's over because the interest rates just went up and iBuyers are not going to pay a premium. So some of those investors are out of business. They're out of business. So now on the hedge fund uh, setups, um, you know, what, uh, Zillow, their buying entity went out of business. We all know that. Mm -hmm. Well, I said all along as they were buying homes, A, they can't bet on people buying these homes for like the Airbnb model because that's getting clamped down on it or the VRBO, whatever it might be, the short-term model, it's getting clamped down on. 
Uh, B, when the market slows down, all those people that overpaid to support that model are going to be hurt, to your earlier story. So I haven't run into them. I just think there's a lot of flaws in that. And the last thing is um, that hedge fund has one thing in mind, profits. They do not, do not, do not care about the buyer or the seller. They don't. That, that's, I don't think that's debatable. Um, they, they're, in, they're in for the share price and the profits. So it's just a different model than, I'm, than, I, than I can attach to, you know? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay, so I, my listeners are, as I mentioned earlier before the show, are you're twofold. There are CEOs like yourself who are contemplating in this time in life, uh, should we add additional income streams? Should we pivot? You know, mm -hmm. what else should we do? And then we have the people at Corporate America who said, you know, maybe it's time for I, I want to jump into my own business, but wow, I got this head headwind going on right now, and should I wait? Can you speak to those audiences? What would what's some advice you'd be giving them? Well, a couple of things. Let's go to JOB, Good Earner. Um, there's been a massive influx since COVID and still today. If you read Michael Dell's new book, I think he calls, I think he says it's like 200,000%. It's some big number of people leaving corporate America and going into their own business. If that's you, um, a couple of things. Real estate's great, as Rich and I know, historically it's great, but I'm not into getting paid once anymore. I'm just not. And so if you want a model that's not sort of like you have another job, you just left a job. Now you got a job. You're just on your own. Mm -hmm. If you want that type of model, creative real estate in the three payday trademark system you have is really cool. And, and we can try to do that. That is the biggest you. If, you, if that's you out there in corporate America, you are the biggest influx right now into our uh, Wicked Smart community because of what I just said. And, and I'm happy to help. And when you compare it to other models, it's it's quite strong. Um Okay, let's address the CEO. From a CEO standpoint, here's something interesting. Once you learn the skill set of creative real estate, and so we're just talking skills now, there's other areas, but just the skill set. If you and I never talk again, you can create a supplemental income by yourself while you're staying as a CEO, even if you stay in the JOB because you love it, you might love it. What if you did one deal a year? Our deals average seven, uh, 45,000 to 250,000 every deal for uh, all three paydays. That's, those are big numbers. Mm -hmm. So what if you just created one or two of those a year? What if you created none, but every few years bought a house for your family without using a bank? You have the skill set for life is my point. So if you're a CEO, why not tack it on and have some fun? You learn it once. It's like learn how to ride a bike or learning. I'm a hockey player. So learn how to skate. You, you have it. It's not going anywhere. So both of those groups of people that are on your podcast, when you told me that at the beginning, I said, perfect. This is really, really good audience for what we do. Right. Is there a uh, another specific category, a type of person you're looking for, age-wise, demographic-wise, income-wise, before the, to play in your arena? Um, not Okay, not age-wise, because I literally see, I'll tell you what's going on right now. We have an 18-year-old just created two deals in Colorado, 18 um it, that's our youngest student but it's the second one that came in that that young and we have two people right now in our community 72 and 78 doing just as well so and everything in between now i am seeing that our generation and i have some this, i'm loose with that criteria but my generation has seen three real estate cycles there's not a lot of generations that are going to be able to say that maybe some in the future but that that's that's a big experience uh learning curve so I love working with them because if they're ambitious and if they're coachable, they're going to love what we're doing because they've seen the cycles. And now they, they go, oh, wow. So I can thrive in every cycle instead of getting hit by it and try to plan by it. 
So I think that's pretty neat. If I think through our avatar, the other people that love doing what we're doing is uh, two things. One is they either were in a family company before, so they appreciate what we do and want to do that again, or witnessed a family company and wanted it. And the second person is podcast listeners in general, Rich, believe it or not, um, tend to be people that if they're going to put aside a half hour, an hour to listen to a show, they're into personal development. If they're into personal development, they're going to love what we do and they're coachable. So that's what I found. Corporate America, personal development, uh, and a couple of these categories I mentioned. So there's really, it's a win-win, Chris. So if someone's corporate America and doesn't want to leave, it wants to enhance their income, they could use your program. Someone yeah. who wants to leave, they can get a new career. A, a CEO of a company could add another income stream. There's a lot of yeah. ways that they could utilize what you have to teach them and offer them. Sure. Um, now, I hope I said it correctly. You have a free giveaway. Is that true about your master's class and your coaching call? Is that I do. So those two things I'll give you a link to, but then we did also put a link together for a free book. And I want to make sure that everybody understands this. This is not one of those offers because I get frustrated with it where they go, Hey, sign up here for my free book. And then you get there, you put 10 bucks in for shipping. You just pay for the book. <laughs> so it's not free. Our book's free. We send literally our hard copy, hardcover, Amazon bestseller to you for free. All you do is go to wickedsmartbooks.com forward slash get it done wickedsmartbooks.com forward slash get it done. The two you mentioned, Rich, I'm big on free. I really want people to look into this before they say it's for me or not. And if it's not great, we didn't waste any time except for some due diligence. And that is the master's class is me for an hour, 100% free. And it'll point you to some free resources and on top of the free master's class. And that's just smartrealestatecoach.com and put forward slash master's class. That's all. If you want a, a call and you're like someone going, okay, I kind of want to know more before I do any of that. Just put a slash action on that same link, smartrealestatecoach.com forward slash action. Great, great. Well, thank you for offering that to our listeners. I hope that they take advantage of it. Having an hour call with you would be invaluable. Uh, so what's the easiest way to get it directly to you? So through those links you're going to suggest or is there any other way you want them to get it? Those links are great. If they want to get directly in touch with me, when they do that slash action, just put if just put a note that if I'm a, that, that they heard it on your show and then I'll know, but that they would like to speak with me if I'm available. And I'd love to get on the phone. With them. Great. Well, Chris, uh, this has been uh, really eye opening. It's uh, with a lot of wisdom. I love the fact that you've navigated some uh, tough times in life and tough times in business, and you're still standing to talk about it and share that wisdom with our listeners. So, on behalf of our listeners, thank you for taking time out of your day for doing that. You bet. And I appreciate what you're doing for your audience and everyone else around North America. That's great. Thanks, Chris. And for our listeners, uh, this podcast will be up on all the podcast platforms in the next few weeks. So uh, if you get a chance to look for that, you can you get a chance to listen to this and maybe share it with your friends as well. Chris, uh, again, thank you. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you. You as well, Rich. Rich LeBron here. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast, Get It Done Entrepreneurs. If you are a successful business owner who would like to be on this program, please visit us at rlebrun.com forward slash podcast and fill out the form and we will reach out to you. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show. Include the hashtag, get it done entrepreneurs. I love seeing your posts 
and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, rlebrun.com, or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.